Welcome to an In My Mug special. For the launch of Cockbiography, available in all good web shops called Has Been, I invited Brian from Kariga to the launch. At the launch, we interviewed him, and that's going to make up the whole of this week's episode, filmed on location at Cup North, Manchester's Coffee Festival. My name is Steve Layton, and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here, it's my job to make it easy and fun, and tell you what's in my mug. Yeah, so... Uh, when I then decided to take a very active role in, in coffee, uh, watched it for a while from the sidelines. So what we're doing, wasn't happy, went to a coffee research college, studied there for like two weeks intensively, came back and announced there, started changing things on the farm system. So changed them, changed them, found that we could do things differently, formed an association of coffee farmers, Brought, then realized the government would put estates and cooperatives separate and, and play the two against each other, uh, was instrumental in bringing the two together, formed one organization, and we started fighting for, for our rights. And one of the things we did was uh, look at the auction system, didn't like the way it was run, lobbied, changed the, the, the act concerning the, the coffee auction, and... Um, when the current government came in for the first time, it, it was just about time. So they appointed members into a new body, the Nairobi Coffee Exchange. I was appointed by the government. And um, it was only natural that I get elected the chairman. And that's basically what I did. So again, fidgety. Yeah. Six months, didn't want too much time. Six months is enough to change what I want to change. And in six months, well, it took longer than that. It took six months, two weeks. I got an extension for two weeks, and I finished my job, and I retired. So now I'm just farming. I, I really liked what you said last night when we were, uh, we were we went over beers around Manchester last night, and you were saying, I did, I did six months and two weeks, and then I said, and if you don't do a good job, I might come out of retirement. Yes, I actually gave them a threat and told them, you better do what you need to do, otherwise I'll come out of retirement and you won't like what you see. They said, we, we, we're going to do a good job. And so far, that's been like four years now, three, four years now, and I'm not complaining. I think they're doing a good job. So for those who don't know, tell us a little bit about how the Kenya auction system works and, and the changes that happened those you know, four or five years ago. It, it, like, how does it work? So I'm a coffee farmer and what, what's next? Okay, so the coffee process is pretty simple. Okay, depending, if you know what I mean. So, you grow the coffee, you take it to a wet mill. The wet mill can be within the estate, if it's an estate, or if it's a cooperative, you have many farmers coming together, then they have land, and they have a wet mill. So the wet mill, you take the coffee, you remove the outer covering, you ferment it, you get parchment, you take it to the dry mill, when you take it to the dry mill, it's processed, you get your different types of coffee. And then the dry mill usually is a marketer. So they grade it and they catalog the coffee and they send it to the auction. So essentially, 90%, then 90, 95% of Kenya's coffee is sold through the auction. 
very little coffee is sold directly, like the way I do with, with husband. And there were systems. We would, do, we would be forced to give, let's say, like 14 kilos, uh, 18 to no, 14 kilos of, of coffee samples. Uh, the people who are buying the coffee would not end up, the big buyers would not end up getting the samples, so they wouldn't know what they're buying. And there were cartels within the system uh, basically selling the samples, and it was a lot of money, if you look at the whole of Kenya. So we needed to streamline that. We needed to have the exchange run by a good mix of producers, uh, Miller's representatives, marketing representatives, and traders. So that became as transparent as possible, and everybody was comfortable and happy with the process. So mine was to change it from the way it was and make it more efficient and have it serve the farmer, which I think, without blowing my trumpet, I think I did a good job. <laughs> and, and in general, the Kenya Coffee Auction system is, is actually a good system in many ways. Yes, it's very good. It gives you price discovery. For instance, if you want to sell direct sales, uh, every farmer believes his coffee is the best coffee in the world. They do. Okay. I know mine is. Of course. <laughs> and so when you take your coffee to the auction, it gives you an idea of the price of your coffee. So when you're sitting down and talking to somebody like Steve and somebody else, you're, you're reasonable. You know how much your coffee costs. Okay. You have a nice discussion. And it's, it's, you're actually able to sell your coffee knowing what your price is, knowing what your grades will fetch knowing what the other prizes are there, deciding whether you'd like to do direct sales, whether you'd like to do auction sales. And I think the future for coffee is we need to improve the quality of our coffee. So we get better quality, specialty coffee, and then we get more customers, like has been, who's, who's happy to pay a better price, cut out the middleman, and uh, help the farmer. And that way, you continue getting a good cup of coffee you're in, you're out. So, please, buy a husband's coffee. <laughs> and buy Brian's coffee. And buy a book. <laughs> yes. How amazing was that? Um, fantastic to have Brian um, in Manchester with us. Fantastic to have um, just all of that content and all of that knowledge. Like, such a smart guy, he really is. Speaking of smart things... I'm using the Clever Dripper this week. There is nothing clever about the Clever Dripper. That, that is not clever. I'm not going, oh, I'm amazed by your cleverness. Um, I mean, it's even stalling now, and I did a really coarse grind, so we're just going to wait for that to go through. This seems like a perfect opportunity to inform you that I have a book out. I don't know if I mentioned it with Brian, but I, I've written a book. Um, please go buy it. Um, what we're going to do now by the pair of film is we're going to speed this up. Um, because this is going to take a little while and I didn't really think this through so well. <laughs> there is nothing clever about this freaking dripper. This is, yeah, don't, just make sure that bit's really sped up so they don't see me stirring it. Whew, it's really coarse as well. <laughs> We're back! Oh, that was very painful. But hopefully worth it, because Brian's coffee is amazing. 
So Kenyan coffees are so aromatic. There are so many aromas coming off these coffees. And so much acidity. Like, it's pure blackcurrant Ribena. Like, it is pure blackcurrant Ribena. There's a little, I haven't had a shoulder for a while. A little bit of shoulder of like chocolate and there's a little bit of a shoulder of like a spiciness and I kind of think it's like black pepper, but mainly blackcurrant juice. This is phenomenal. Like. Yeah, the man is a ledge, uh, and I don't, uh, I don't throw that out too often, but he really is a ledge. Um, thank you very much for joining me. I hope you enjoyed Brian's chat. Um, yeah, I hope it's inspired you to go buy a book. And do remember, life is too short for bad coffee. <laughs>